Comrade Titania, Rania Titania, Kurenska, Alisoff, Denery. I'm Connery. Gives a feller a good feeling knowing they're up there doing their job. <laughs> Is that the police chief that does that? That's where, like, the random couples who looks up and sees Batman and Robin flying in the helicopter. It's like, oh, right, he right, turns right. to his wife and is like, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're big. They're big in Los Angeles Gotham. They really, really, really are. They're so important and special. And everyone is in on this whole Batman gag. Everyone knows. I was hoping that you'd do Connery Ballpoint Banana Hansen. Ballpoint Banana. Which I don't remember where that's from in the movie, but it, surely it is. I was but, I, uh, Another one up there was Connery Riddle Er Hansen. <laughs> C. Catwoman. <laughs> the most. I'm going to talk about like the deranged riddle. All the really good riddles. Too bad Joseph Horn's not on this episode. He loves a good pun. I'm pretty sure if I shouted any, any of these at him, he'd be like, you're an insane person. <laughs> there is no answer. He probably liked this movie. But this is The Franchise, uh, the podcast where friends get together to talk about movie franchises. Today, we're joined by, by our buddy, 60s Batman. <laughs> there he is. He's dancing. We turned off a lot of the things he has to say. His mic's not going to work. <laughs> Nobody likes the bat pod anymore. <laughs> no, no one likes the bat pod. No one likes his really intense advocacy for the police department. <laughs> no one likes that he has. Yeah, he, he supports the cops and also has like a heavy water that he uses for his nuclear stockpile, apparently. <laughs> yeah, he labels everything. The dude's a loon. Uh, but uh, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, we're here covering Batman 1966, the Adam West batman the og movie um i guess unless you count the serials from like what the 30s yeah maybe but at some point we'll <laughs> we'll cover those hopefully that'd be fun like we... eight years from now we're like oh shit we're out of batman content we already did batman versus dracula we have to do something else now. <laughs> <laughs> i was looking at that on hbo max i almost watched it <laughs> good i remember watching that as a kid and be like oh that was actually pretty cool <laughs> <laughs> sweet uh but before we talk about the movie proper we have to do our usual segment of What's new? Boom! Thank you, Connery. No problem. Um, just any new media we've been consuming. And uh, I feel like my voice is a little different today. Uh, a little more raspy, but maybe yeah. it's better for the microphone. It's good. You're going to have, like, the best radio voice you've ever had. Wow. And I'll never get it back. <laughs> never. <laughs> the only way I can get it back is I'll just be actively trying to get COVID again so that a week <laughs> from then I can record the best episode of all time. Please! cough in my throat (laughs) (laughs) so yeah that happened anyways what's new with me uh wait connor you go first (laughs) oh i go first okay well i've been playing the new god of war god of war ragnarok wow it's really really good i teared up probably even the first opening of it and uh just just looking at him just looking at kratos's sad face no it's it's a very sad scene that i won't really uh talk about but it made me sad and uh yeah they plays amazing everything feels like appropriate and good the dialogue's really like punchy and smart and tragic and <laughs> it's really 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 good i'm really enjoying myself i feel like i'm about like 30 percent of my way through i'm trudging through vanaheim right now and working out issues with freya it's been fun um where yeah because I played the first three God of Wars, and that's mm-hmm. all Greek myth-inspired, and this one's obviously uh, Nor- Norse myth, because mm-hmm. it's called Ragnarok, and then the last one was. 
But uh, where does this take you that the first one didn't? Um, it kind of has different spins on the realms you've already been to. Like for Alfheim, you you went there in the first revamped God of War, and now they instead of like this beautiful like lake area, now you're in this like desert that's kind of like still kind of tropically. The new places I've been to, I've been to Svartalheim, which is where the dwarves are, and I've been to Vanaheim, which is where like a whole kind of other branch of gods existed before like the Norse gods kind of ate them up. But um, yeah, and they're and, still uh, there. Um, yeah, some of them are still there. It, it's a very different kind of mythology in the God of War stuff, where it, c- it catches me off guard, and I'm, I'm like, oh, that's different. Okay, cool, interesting. But, you know, it, it's, it's, it's been great. Um, there are a couple other places that you can go to. I think there's one of them that was like the Realm of Death or something, and that's basically just a glorified training zone. But I've yet to be to like been to like uh, like four other locations that they have that are like whole like mini areas to explore, even come back to because they've got some like Metrovania elements to it. But yeah, it's been a it's been a really really good game. I've just been excited to go through it and just it's it's been very rewarding and fun. I highly recommend it. Have there been any good uh, timed button pressing mini games? <laughs> I've had to tap circle a couple times, but they have all these really great accessibility features where you can like not have that at all if you want. Yeah. Do they still do that? Do that at all? Because I remember like the first three God Awards, that was like the big thing. Yeah, they do it sometimes. It's it's like I've had to press circle if I'm like breaking like a bigger enemy's jaw or something like that. Yeah. Or there's some guys like really randomly come up when like. I'm like I'm just watching a cutscene. Kratos lifts up this allegory. He's like Atreus, dude. I'm like, oh, I gotta press square. Shit. I press square. <laughs> yeah, it's always hard. Like I don't know, Metal Gear Solid games. Every once in a while, you have to press like one button. Yeah. Know, like it's mostly just to look. But I'm like, oh shit, my my this cutscene's so long. My controller fell asleep. So now it won't start up in time for me to press the button. <laughs> no, snake. <laughs> I can't see this uh, perspective of the same scene. But yeah, I will say I, I've had quite a few of like the action choreography in those moments are so good and tight. That alligator yeah. kill, especially, does not spoil things. It's been on all the trailers, but like, it's like him and Trace like fires in its neck, they flip it over, and then just both of them like do this like simultaneous like stab in its head, and you're like, oof, that's good. Is the uh, kid in it? Uh, yeah, in the first one. How, like, how much longer does it take place from? Uh, it's three years uh, have passed. Okay, so, so he's like a teenager now. Yeah, he's like fifteen ish. But it's not quite like a it's not like a Logan like arc for Kratos, is it? Because he uh, says it's pretty tragic. Uh, spoilers territory. He's not actively dying, but there's a prophecy in the end of the very the first God of War. A prophecy says that that Kratos sees, but Atreus doesn't. That the second first God of War. Yes, the second first God of War, just God <laughs> of War, <laughs> which you know problems again, cross-eyed talk, but it kind of shows um. It, what looks like Atreus uh, killing Kratos, basically, like devouring his life force. Atreyu? Atreus. That's the, that's uh, his son's name. Oh. Otherwise okay. known as Loki. Oh. He was Is that a spoiler? To, um, spoiler for the first game. Oh, okay. But you know that it's been like five years, so. Yeah. Come I on. Mean, I still haven't played it, but it's fine. <laughs> oh, sorry. Well, I did <laughs> I forget care. about that. <laughs> I'm just giving you shit. Um. <laughs> But yeah, so, you know, big prophecy looming for that, him being a teenager and grappling with, like, once he finds it out, grappling, like, oh my god, like, at first I was rushing towards fate, but now I want to try to stop it because I'm going to kill my dad? What? <laughs> hmm. Yeah. All right. It's been good. Tyler, what about you? Uh, What about me? I watched the movie Confess Fletch, which uh, you can rent on Apple TV or Amazon. Hmm. 
right now. It's uh, in the '80s. Chevy Chase did these uh, movies called Fletch and like Fletch Lives. Mm-hmm. He's basically that's his the detective's name, or rather, he's a former investigative journalist. Yeah, uh, Fletch, and they're based on a, bo- a book series. I've yet to see those, but I've always been meaning to. And then I was like, oh hey, John Hamm's in this comedy movie. Right. Oh hey, it's also connected to the Fletch universe. Hmm. Um, so it doesn't, it's not like a direct sequel, but it's just like another one of the books, basically. Cool. But, uh, it's just really funny and breezy, and, uh, I don't know, John Hamm's just really funny in it, and I can't really see anybody else, like, really playing the role at, like, at this point. Yeah. Um, he just has, like, that good mixture of being, like, leading man, but also, like, he can be a total... <clears throat> he's like a total goofball, but not in like a Jim Carrey way. It's just more yeah. so like the way he speaks and his turns of phrase and stuff like that. His face and is an elastic, but he knows how to sound like a dumb dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and his face, he's yeah, he does have a very expressive face and like mm-hmm. good eyebrows, I think, for sure, for like oh, reacting definitely. to things because he reacts to a lot of things <laughs> in this movie that's just like, like this. <laughs> I won't get too much into it, but there's a scene in a kitchen where just, like, everything is going wrong when someone's <laughs> making him dinner. And it's just, like, it's it's seriously one of the funniest things I've seen in a long time. Okay, I'll have to watch that. I'm putting yeah, it on my a, list. It's definitely worth the rental. It's only, like, an hour and a half, I think. Um, oh, okay. Which is always a plus in my book. <laughs> like, yeah, it's breezy. Hey, Lord of the Rings should be four hours long, but most movies I'm always like, hey, 90 minutes? That's all I need. <laughs> Um, but yeah, definitely worth the watch. And it was like not advertised very much at all. I just remember like it came out and like I was only super aware of it because I don't even remember. Maybe I saw it on Twitter or something. I remember or... a comedy Bang Bang episode with John Hamm talking about it, but that was it. I totally forgot yeah. it existed. Um, it was shot for like 20 million or something like that. It definitely, there's certain por- parts of the movie where like, oh, I could see how this is like. Like, they only had, like, 25 days to shoot it, and, like, John Hamm had to give up part of his, uh, and the director had to give up part of their salary to, like, finish the movie. Oh, wow. So it really feels like they really, you know, were both very committed to it, and uh, it shows. I don't know. It's just a good time. Kyle MacLachlan's in it, too, and I oh, always good. love to see him. So I love him. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, that's my what's new. You can rent it wherever you rent movies. <laughs> Redbox, even, maybe. Whoa, Redbox? <laughs> the last blockbuster. I guess it is. Which how is now a Netflix show. Yeah, how do you feel about that? <laughs> do you feel uh, like it's Netflix like, puppeting a corpse around? Because that's how I feel. Yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty indifferent about it. It's just like, oh, I probably won't be watching that. I, I like the first guy, uh, the main guy a lot. Uh, oh, my God, what's his name? Rant, uh, starts with an R. Mm. I know, name, I know who you're talking about because he is funny. Yeah. And he's in the Aquaman movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Weird poll. Um <laughs> But yeah, I remember we were going through Netflix and L- Lily was just like looking at it for a minute. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. Is she interested in this? And then I think she just like moved away from it. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it just doesn't seem like there's enough there. I could see that has maybe her like deli- deliberating on it and being like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Especially when she finds out it's supposed to be funny. You're just be like, no. Because <laughs> um, she used to work in a video store. So my sister, we were from a generation where video stores were still a big thing. Me but. too. Um, yeah, what else is new with both of us, I guess, is just, I mean, it's not with us, but with the world, is yeah. that um, Kevin Conroy, the the voice of Batman in so many things. The quintessential Batman, arguably. Yeah, he's portrayed Batman far more than anybody else has, mm-hmm. um, from the Batman the animated series from the 90s up till... The Arkham games. Yeah. And even Justice, Justice League, what's it called? The new kids show that he, I think he does the voice for that too. 
Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, he's voiced him up till like the last year or so and mm -hmm. everything. So he's been doing it for like 30 years. Um, and I don't know. He's just iconic. And uh, yeah, we were trying to deliberate like what we were going to do Batman 66 originally. And they're like, oh, should we do one of like the Batman movies, just mm -hmm. like the animated movies? But we already did Mask of the Phantasm. Yeah. He's like crowning Batman. So I was like, hey, let's watch Batman and Mr. Freeze Sub-Zero, which mm -hmm. is one of the other features that came out around that time when the show was still on. Um, and that's on HBO Max as well. But mm -hmm. it's basically, uh, it's not the introduction of Mr. Freeze. It's basically he's introduced in one of the episodes in the first season, and then they give him a whole feature where he's trying to save his wife, Nora, like always. <laughs> that's always Mr. Freeze's <laughs> thing. Yep. Um, like, is it love or is it obsession? Yeah, and also, like always, Mr. Freeze's issues could usually be solved if he just talked to somebody instead of <laughs> rampantly attacking people. Yeah, that's a problem. Like, why would it? Why would Batman not help you with this right now? Because he literally <laughs> does it at the end of the movie. Like, if you yeah. just asked, and he was like, "Hey, like, I need help. Like, I think this woman Barbara Gordon's the only one who can do." This. He's like, "Oh, I know Barbara Gordon. We're actually really good friends." <laughs> yeah, they could definitely like figure something out, but because she does it. <laughs> That's why he's like one of the more. I think he's definitely one of the most relatable uh, Batman villains. At least, uh, not maybe not relatable, but sympathetic. Yeah, <laughs> you feel bad for him the most. Yeah. Sometimes so, Harvey is sad, but. Right. Right. Yeah. About half the time, I'd say. Yeah, that's what I was like about to say. <laughs> half the time. <laughs> but what did you think about Batman and Mister Freeze Sub Zero? Um, it should have been called uh, Batgirl and Mister Freeze because it seemed like much more of the plot revolved around a. Uh, more so Robin, her, and Mr. Freeze. Yeah. I mean, Batgirl's kind of just in one scene, though. I guess it's so. Really but like it's really like Barbara most of the movie. Barbara versus Mr. Freeze, Sub-Zero. <laughs> Sub-Zero showdown. Fight. <laughs> Fight. <laughs> um, there's, I mean, do they, okay, so in this movie, I didn't know, do they know that she's Batgirl? I think they do. Okay. I feel like they must at this point. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, they're just so like, hey, Dick, you're dating Barbara. How's that going? <laughs> yeah. And they all seem to have some kind of knowing, like, wink at each other. And she's talking to the Robin and Batman. Like, she actively knows who they are in that one scene with her, like, jumping down from the exploding stuff. Yeah. I, I will say I did, like, um, I the more uh, Batman stuff I consume, it's going to say read, but it's also watch. and Yeah. I guess he's, there's audiobooks too. He's now, everywhere, yeah. Podcasts. Um, I, I do appreciate it when he's not in the suit, when certain characters in, in the Batman universe aren't in the suit and they still have to figure stuff out because, yeah. like, really their powers are the same. They just don't have their gadgets. Mm -hmm. um, so you so love liked... when Adam West later in this movie does that. <laughs> <laughs> For a very long time. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I like how Dick Grayson's just driving a motorcycle and like the way he jumps on the motorcycle and everything is mm -hmm. like a lot of fun. Like the animation's still incredible. This is like oh, the yeah. last cell animated uh, movie that Warner Brothers Entertainment did. Mm. Came out in ninety eight. But um I like how it's mostly just Barbara because you don't get to spend a lot of time with her, I think, in general. You really don't. Yeah. In terms and of any Batman media. They put a good spotlight on her too. Like she's she's really solid, she's cool, she kicks butt. I, I like that scene with it, with Gordon be like, where is she? She's probably still getting ready. And then she's just like being, <laughs> being goons. <laughs> yeah. She's like, she has a lot of men in line for her or whatever. And they're all running yes. away. Yeah. She's like, God, she's God. fighting them all. <laughs> um, yeah. And, 
Oh, I forget what I was going to say now, but she's, yeah, oh, no, no, there's a scene where uh, Mr. Freeze throws her in his, like, little saw room or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, well, also, he's she throw, he throws her in the back of the van, yeah, and she's just get, getting thrown around, and there's two polar bears in there. It's like, you'd think he'd give her a pillow or something, because, so, like, he needs her, her organs. Yeah, you'd think he'd be treating her like a delicate flower at this point, just, like, avoid any kind of, like, that, you're carrying precious or- cargo, the organs I need to fix my wife. Yeah. He's kind of deranged. Um, but I like that it's like, oh, she, she's jumping on this bed to get to a pipe on top. And I'm like, there's no way she's going to do that. And then <laughs> she does. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, of course. She's Batgirl. Like, yeah, makes sense. But that's also like this whole animation style of Batman animated series, how like everything is feels very grounded, except there's like a little bit extra mm-hmm. suspension there. Where it's like, yeah, they're just people fighting weirdos and like, but then there's like a little bit of extra magic there or a little extra ability than than real people would have. Polar bears understand full sentences. <laughs> yes, and I, I do like the polar bears a lot. They're great. They're Mr. <laughs> Freeze's out argued best henchman he's ever had. Yeah, I agree. Plus, uh, Batman's able to lasso a polar bear on his own. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he's but, so strong. Uh, I will say, um. Yeah, I guess there is more Barbara in this, but the Batman stuff that is in it, like it's just kind of like um, I don't know if quintessential is the right word, but it, it just just basically like easily portrays his like heroics. Yeah, there's not a lot of interiority to Batman in this. He's really mm-hmm. just being a superhero. It's not really his story. Like and like being a said. detective. Yeah, he's, like a lot of that. Figure out all that stuff. Um, you know, he's punching people for sure, but. Like, he really shines when he, like, goes back to save Mr. Freeze. Mm-hmm. And he's like, if I'm not back in time, go leave without me or whatever. And, like, yeah. he, and then he just barely ma- escapes the explosion at the very end and mm-hmm. everything. It's just, like, classic superhero heroics, like, old school heroics. And um, I don't know. I just like that in superhero stuff, which is, like, kind of should be kind of basic, you know? Mm-hmm. But I just feel like especially – it just depends on the project, obviously, but it's, like – Whatever, like, it's probably a bad faith argument, but, like, just thinking of, like, Man of Seal or something, it's just like, oh, I want to see him do more heroic stuff. He's Superman, but he mm-hmm. just kind of is, like, is broody and, like... I'm floating know. in space. <laughs> yeah, and then, blow- and then blows up an entire city, I guess. <laughs> it's heroic. Ironic. <laughs> Ironic, isn't it? <laughs> oh, man, you need to watch the uh, the Star Wars... Uh, oh, my God, what's it called? Tales of the Jedi. Did you oh, watch okay. that yet? I haven't watched it yet, no, but yeah. I heard the Dooku's are really good. Yeah, you gotta watch the Dooku ones, for sure. I still need to see the Ahsoka ones, but I, like, ate up the Duke Count Dooku ones. Oh, I yeah. ate up the Dooku. That sounds gross. <laughs> <laughs> ate up all the Dooku. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, report back to me when you watch those. Cause for those sure. Are, I, you'll, you'll love them. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. What else, what else about Sub-Zero? did you like did I, it like just, I guess it's pretty straightforward it really is like we wanted to devote the whole episode to this but we were just like it's a really simple plot line it's basically just a really short like mystery almost of just like it almost feels like batman doing automotive mystery and then like checking like i need all his stock information now <laughs> which is something he says <laughs> i need to see his entire stock portfolio right now <laughs> <laughs> There's an, a doctor who's corrupted by being given a giant piece of gold yeah. <laughs> and then shoots up an oil an oil facility. It's just yeah, like, dude. Barbara's like, You're go- it, these are explosive, you idiot. Yeah, it's pretty simple, but I, you just get to spend a lot of time with the characters, mm-hmm. you know? And I always enjoy that. There's more Dick Grayson stuff than I expected. There's more 
Barbara stuff and Batman just anchors it all down. But I don't know. It's just Kevin Conroy's voice just really like I, I can't like that's just the voice, you know, Yeah, it's the voice I hear every time I read anything, every time I see something. It's literally I'm like it's it's Kevin it's Kevin Conroy's voice. He he's like my quintessential Batman that I'm like, yeah, that's that's Batman. <laughs> he did all the Arkham Asylum games, oh. the Arkham Trilogy. What do you what do you even call those? But the know, Arkham, Arkham Trilogy, Night, yeah. Arkham City, yeah. Um, yeah. Do you have yeah. any little? I don't know. Is there anything that he's been in as Batman that like stands out to you? Hmm. Let me think. I always like him in like episodes of the Justice League where he doesn't really like show up, or they call him, and he's just <laughs> always like, "I'm busy." Like no, <laughs> it just, just kind of makes me laugh. Where I'm like, he he has so much like smaller problems, but he values them more so than anything that Justice League throws at him in that show. Yeah, <laughs> where they're just like, there's an alien invasion. Like I don't care. Fuck off. I'm fighting street street criminals. <laughs> <laughs> so I I always like his performance doing that. I really enjoy his performances in the Arkham games a lot. He can. Sometimes I, I'm like, I wish he was a little more animated, but I'm like, that's not Batman. Like, his voice is, like, usually never wavers. It's, it's this, like, consistent, calm, like, oh, yeah, like, self-sureness. Like, yeah, it, it's going to be fine. Like, I, I got this. And then when it gets, like, lower and angry, like, he just knows how to take it in every direction. Like, I think he's so, so good in the Arkham games, specifically Arkham City, because he gets to be, I get to see, like, shocked Batman and, like, sad Batman, too. <laughs> What have I become? And I just play that in the end every single time. <laughs> Over the credits that are closing the actual game. Yeah, I mean, that's the whole thing with Batman. Yeah, he should be, like, stoic and just standing there. Because you just, I just think about all of his villains. I mean, just looking at Batman 66, for example, <laughs> all of his villains are, like, really, like, jumping all over the place and laughing maniacally. <laughs> he's just so tired. <laughs> and he's just, like, he's got to be the straight man, basically, every time. Yeah. Like, He's what about you, Tyler? What, what's some standout things that Kevin Conroy gave for you? Um, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's like I've never been good with quotes or lines or anything like that, but just just basically everything he's been in. <laughs> like mm -hmm. Master of the Phantasm um, and mainly the games because I guess I played those games a lot. But yeah, um, yeah I don't know. It's just is a bummer. So yeah. I don't have much else to say other than it's sad. Mm -hmm. but uh, yeah I don't know <laughs> I really like his line in the end of Arkham City so spoiler alert ahead where uh, he's I think he's has it's after like the cure breaks and he's standing over to him, he's like do you want to know something funny even after everything you've done I still would have saved you and it's just like that uh, That makes it makes me sad but I think he do, he's just so cool <laughs> I'm like hey, you're Batman <laughs> Yeah, right. I mean, he says lines like that all the time, which are obviously written for Batman, but just mm -hmm. when they come out of his voice. Um, it just makes it. Like, anybody else, them, yeah. anybody else, it'd sound like either like condescending or it'd sound like petty. But he, his, he, just, he just, like, emits that, like, remorse in that whole scene of just being like, it's, it is, it's that pity and remorse. It's being like, you sad little man. Like, I would have saved you, but you're, like, a total jackass if you just won't change yeah it just really cements like the lines that are written for him mm. um <sighs> and also just to note he was like the first openly gay batman yes um 
or <laughs> sorry, first openly gay person to portray Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think in superheroes in general, portraying superheroes. Yeah. Um, so just that alone, he's a, a, a trailblazer. So yeah. it's amazing. Thank you for everything. We Mr. love you, Conroy. Kevin Conroy. Uh, you What's know what else we love? I don't know how to make a transition. Yeah, I was going to say it's it's a it's a difficult transition going from somber to probably the most deranged, lunatic, silly <laughs> slapstick movie I've seen in a long time, probably since our time in um, the Naked Gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you know. I think Naked Gun's definitely influenced by Batman. <laughs> I hundred percent agree. <laughs> by the sixties, Batman, especially the TV show, just all the turns of phrase. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> sorry, mixed with the action and everything, it's it's straight Naked Gun. Yeah, yeah. twenty years beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, same. <sighs> I just with the Zuckers in general and stuff too. Like with the airplane. I mean, I know that's that has other influences as well, <laughs> like disaster <laughs> movies, but yeah. just. The way everything acts, and it's just like slightly off angle. <laughs> exactly, just that like both in its camera work and framing, <laughs> and its uh, just delivery of lines, its act, its characters, and everything. Yeah, it's just like flat but animated voices. <laughs> yeah. But weird. we wanted to squeeze this in before our Lord of the Rings project because I'm like, this will be nice and breezy. Mm-hmm. We gotta do something Batman. Yeah, we don't have enough time or room to do the Dark Knight series this this year. So you're gonna have to wait for it. Maybe another year, you guys. Another year, another Batman. <laughs> That's our saying here at the franchise. <laughs> <laughs> this year, to cap it off, we're honoring the '60s. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of Batman 1966, Connery? <laughs> The first time I watched it, which was with uh, one of my old friends, Corey. Oh, you've seen it before? Yeah, I've seen it before. Oh, okay. But I hadn't since, I think, probably like senior year of high school. And I was almost offended by the movie. (laughs) I was very much like, well, this is, this is just horrible. They got everything wrong. And then I'm like, well, no, this is like how he was. Now looking, now by watching, I'm like, this is literally how he was in like this time period. <laughs> in the comics, in the comics, and everything. Like he was, he was like this. Like this <laughs> is the guy. <laughs> like these are his goons. These are. This is like, it's literally Batman. So I'm like, no, they for the time they did a completely faithful, I would argue, telling of Batman. Um, I mean, it even feels at points where I'm like, okay, like, <clears throat> I feel like you'd be more offended than me, but I'm like, they're just like shitting on Batman right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the all the acting. producers and writers are making fun of it and laughing at, they're like, it's, it's like the parents watching the TV behind you. I think I saw this in like a Super Gods, the book by Grant Morrison, or this uh, documentary about Bill Finger. Where they're like, it's the kids having a blast and be like, oh my god, and the parents laughing their heads off watching the TV behind them. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like whenever I watch Dragon Ball Z uh, <laughs> in like junior high or whatever. Yeah. I'd be watching it on the main TV and then my mom's just in the other in the in the other room or whatever just being like ah <laughs> like my mom is just doing that because there's just so much <laughs> shouting of them powering up and everything. Yeah. <laughs> That's do just it like out of context. It's so weird. <laughs> truly is <laughs> but yeah i don't know like it's it's a weird funny movie that i now am happy that it's still around and alive today what about you tyler what did you think about batman 1966 uh it took me a while to get into and then also 
Uh, yeah, it took me a while to get into. I think at first, and then and then as we go further into the movie, I'm like, okay, okay. Like I, it's not that I didn't even get the tone. Like I definitely understood the tone, but it's just like, oh, like I don't know. This joke isn't like super funny. Uh, they're doing a lot of stuff that's just taking up a lot of time, like the bomb, <laughs> running around with the bomb and everything. <laughs> I would and even as I say it now, I'm laughing a little bit because it's like, oh, watching it at first. And like even Lily was walking by. She's like, this is too long because it's just <laughs> running and holding the bomb everywhere. And it's just like, yeah, I guess like when I watched the movie, it wasn't as funny as me thinking about it now, mm-hmm. which isn't a bad thing. It's just like a lot of the humor is just like, <laughs> like, it's not like a thinker. It's just like it makes you think about how stupid the lines are and therefore how like hilarious they are at the same time yeah it's it's one of those movies where i feel like i don't think it's funny where it wants to be funny most of the time i think it's unintentionally funny many more times over um like which part like which part was funny to you that you think it wasn't supposed to be funny i don't know i did i wanted to save it to talk about this but you know what because that was actually probably supposed to be funny too when Batman finds out that obviously Catwoman is the Russian spy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. It's like that's somewhere in between those two lines. And, and too, then like yeah. and then he has a full like hundred yard stare and that like French woman is singing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this is the most amazing thing i've ever seen in my entire life <laughs> he's really selling it i mean he knows you know yeah, west okay. knows that this is all stupid oh yeah but, like, like he's he, in on the joke but it's just, i thought it was just so funny like i don't know that that i don't think that seems applicable but and, i mean and, <laughs> they still could have done this movie and not like talking about like unintentionally funny but also kind of frustrating at first but they were like the more you think about it's just like why 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 was this a thing where it's like okay yes there's like everything just obviously set in la but then like (laughs) two-thirds of the movie is set in like morro bay or like the central (laughs) coast of california like gotham Gotham. is a coastal city what's going on yeah it was all just like on docks and like wharfs and everything like this is not speak (laughs) batman to me in any way but they just keep doing it I'm just like, look, I'm just going to assume some of this was for budget reasons, for sure. But, like, it's just so weird that, like, the four supervillains are, like, hanging out in, like, a wood shack most of the time (laughs) in California. (laughs) And then, yeah, they just really have one place and then a submarine. It's so strange. I will say, there's a couple times, like, when they're running from thing to thing, especially, it made me think, finally, I'm like, you know what? Everyone's like, no, Batman in real life would be, like... Robert Pattinson's Batman or like the Dark Knight kind of sound. I'm like, no, this is the accurate portrayal of what Batman would be like in real life. It'd be some weirdo millionaire and everyone being in on the joke and like, oh yeah, I I, I store his bat jet ski in my garage. So like when he needs it, he rings my doorbell and I, I get it out for him. Right, right. It's like he doesn't have room for the helicopter, I guess, or no. someone will see it. So it's like He's just hey. A- He's just hello. Like Robin literally calls and he's like, "Hello, airport." It's like yeah. not Gotham Airport. He's just like, "Hello, airport." airport. Robin here. They're like, "Oh, of course, it's Robin." Get, get the bat chopper. <laughs> also, also later when um, Alfred's driving the Batmobile, he has this little tiny tiny mask. Yes, that's so you can't tell that it's Alfred. Everyone does. The Joker wears one. <laughs> it's just like. I don't know. It's really good. It kind of ties into comic book sensibilities like way better than any of the other Batmans in it a way. It truly does. It taps into It's just into a different some... frequency. Sorry, what were you saying? I, I was literally about to say this is the same thing. I was like, it taps into something deeply comic booky and just like 
it almost like buy, buying the bit. Like everyone is living for the bit. And I think that's the, the key thing, probably. It was just everyone around town. Everyone's like, yes, that is Batman. He flies around during the daytime and <laughs> they're going to go punch a man named Penguin who has a penguin pirate aesthetic going on that I don't think he can decide between which one. <laughs> Ooh, which, by the way, I've never felt more seen in a movie than uh, the two henchmen, pirate henchmen. Yo ho! <laughs> <laughs> that, that's. We always talk about like, oh, which two characters would we be in a movie, and like that's that's us. Yeah, there's a couple times over my, oh yeah, this would be a me and Tyler moment. Where, like, there's like Catwoman's looking through like the thing of the submarine, the Telus telescope, and like the other pirate looking at her, like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I live to be a '60s pirate henchman. <laughs> I didn't understand Penguin's aesthetic at all. <laughs> like, the whole with the uh, um, oh my god, what's your character's name? Oh, uh, Sea Dragon. Yeah, Manatee and Sea Dragon. It's the same yeah. thing. I don't know. I think our theme is underwater, so it's pretty <laughs> easy. We can be all encompassing. Yeah, but Penguin's like, I have penguins, I have umbrellas, and I have pirates. <laughs> Where'd you get pirates? <laughs> Just throw it in there. It's a water theme. Sea. Catwoman. <laughs> of course. Riddle. A bunch of it's a bunch of conniving riddles. Riddle er God. <laughs> I, um, I mean all the people playing the supervillains are amazing. Oh yeah. They're uh, all so so talented and gifted in this. It's amazing. Yeah. Ooh, did you have a favorite? Uh, who did I who's my favorite? Um I really like the Riddler. Yeah. Because I thought I was he didn't really do many funny things, but I thought he was just being a good like side man. And <laughs> yeah, he's very good. Uh, played by Frank Gorshin. And then I really like Cesar Romero's Joker, especially when he goes in to like give the weird inventor guy his dinner. And he literally <laughs> just comes in with a mask on and the guy's like, oh, hi. And he's like, hi. <laughs> he's like, you have a horrible skin pigmentation. He's like, I know. <laughs> oh, the whole thing with Commodore Schmidlap. Is yeah. that what you're talking about? Yes. <laughs> and I was just like, wait, they're not on a boat. I'm so confused. Now they're on a boat. Like this, like I just figured it was like a cheap, like or like it didn't make sense editing wise. And they go outside. I'm like, oh no, this movie's smarter than me. That's yeah. that's good. Where it's just like, oh no, it's just it's just a room where they're keeping Commodore Schmidt lap, <laughs> and he has his mustache that's painted over because Caesar <laughs> Romero will not shave his mustache. <laughs> he would not do it, which is pretty powerful. Um, I guess for Batman Forever, Jim Carrey was really influenced by like or wanted to honor Frank Gorshin's performance as the Riddler. Yeah, and I could definitely feel that. And I could definitely feel in Justice League uh, with Henry Cavill not shaving his mustache. He wanted to honor Cesar Romero. Ah, <laughs> uh, good. <laughs> That's how it works these days. I like the Alfred. I like Alan Napier as Alfred a lot. Yeah, he's good. He kind of just feels like the classic Alfred, like that's in Batman the Animated Series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just very snide, but he seems a lot more helpful. <laughs> Yeah, he's a little bit more active, too. He's driving the Batmobile around. Mm -hmm. you know. It made me think of uh, the Harley Quinn show where, like, Alfred has an active secret identity called the Macaroni Man or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> or Mr. Macaroni, and he just dresses like an old English person <laughs> with, like, a big wig. I have to Mr. Macaroni, Alfred just comes up with Hitchcock. <laughs> My God. Okay, fine. Whatever. I'm not crazy. I feel like it's called something akin to that, at least. The Macaroni. The Macaroni. <laughs> Which the macaroni grill comes up. <laughs> My God. <laughs> We're done with this bit now. <laughs> it's something akin to like 
the macaroni or something like that, where he's just a English 1800s guy with a with a domino mask and <laughs> rides a giant bicycle. That's cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Why are they by the ocean so much? I don't know. It's very weird. I don't like the part in the beginning with the bat helicopter. I think it's funny that they're all really nervous to go down the rope ladder, though. <laughs> like all the actors have this like intense apprehension to go down it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I will say the stunts are really good. There's yeah. a lot of like high jumps and everything, and it's like the '60s. Like, there's no way you can cheat that. Mm-mm. Um, except with like a fake, uh, with like a dummy or something. But like, you can yeah. tell someone's there. Jumping down, like especially the, uh, when the the little trampoline launcher thing, yes, in that <laughs> little wooden shack, and the guy goes flying <laughs> like so far. I love their wooden shack. It's like their ultimate like aspirational dream kind of like villain shack. Where they're yeah, just it's like, like the shack from like Prisoner of Azkaban or something. <laughs> and uh, they it's all just have a their, little nicer, and they all have their individual like shelves that have like all their things. <laughs> the, the production design is really good. And then when Batman, <laughs> no, jumps it's out, not. I would argue <laughs> labeling everything is bad production design. <laughs> what labeling everything? Yeah, it's how else is he gonna know what it is? He's got so. Many, look, Batman is a chemist, and he does not have a degree in chemistry. Like he should definitely <laughs> label things. He has a nuclear reactor. He does definitely should label things. It's, it's really just, terrifying. Everyone used the same font though, and the same like little white, <laughs> little white black box. Just be happy it wasn't Comic Sans. Yeah, part of me it was driving me crazy, and then I was like, you know what? Maybe like this is like homage to like a comic book panel, and like having like the name of the thing in like that same white box, black text. I mean, probably. I mean, yeah. <laughs> just like pow and wham and biff and biff and pow, boom. All of those are are classic, but yeah. um. Uh, oh, when Batman jumps out of the window in the wooden shack and he like oh. dives into the ocean, it's like the most graceful like dive I've mm-hmm. ever seen. It's like a small, <laughs> it's like a very elegant, like he's like flying through the air, like float, like just so elegant. Yeah, he's beautiful. And he lands. I'm like, that's a great stunt done by mm-hmm. a stunt performer. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Ever since I watched the Burt Reynolds movie Hooper, I've had such a greater appreciation for stunt people. <laughs> That's good. I'm I'm kind of sad it took you this long, but I'm glad you got there. <laughs> well, have you seen Hooper? Not yet, no. Well, I'm sad for you. <laughs> also, takes part of that movie takes place on the Pacific Coast Highway, much like Batman 1966. <laughs> it's so weird. Like I don't know. It's like L.A. isn't a Batman city at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I like that. Look, it's the whole thing with like my idea for a great Godzilla movie. Is just setting it in Los Angeles instead of New York, because that mm-hmm. way you can see the monsters from like eighty miles away. That'd be really cool. <laughs> but it's like the same thing with Batman. It's like a Matt. Look, I, at least Batman fits a little bit better in L.A. than Spider Man. <laughs> L.A. is like the least Spider Man friendly town. S- Spider Man be a lost cause. He couldn't even be a superhero here. <laughs> he's just like swinging off of like two two story places, or he's like, oh, I only operate in like four streets in downtown L.A. <laughs> That's all I can do. Sorry, guys. I literally can't. You just be like web zipping across the room. <laughs> he swings at like supersonic speeds to fly from downtown LA to like Century City, <laughs> where there's like the next biggest skyscraper. He'd actively need the spider buggy. <laughs> yeah, how come? So how come Spider-Man movies haven't explored his vehicles yet? I don't know. I feel like most of them are being cowards. I actively want to see Tom Hiddleston. Right, that's his name. No, Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Tom Holland ride like a red and blue buggy 
on top of the walls of like a skyscraper in New York and launch <laughs> off of it onto another one because that's amazing. That should be Marvel Phase Four or whatever. You know, I really want to see Tom Holland as like Nathan Drake or something, and he's also like oh. a really good bartender. You know, you know who should we get to be Sully? Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think you're right. And you know what? You know what? Mustache? No mustache. Not until the end no. credits. No mustache. No. He won't get that. That's not a big deal. That's not something Nathan Drake always makes fun of for Sully. They should have just ca- cast Sully as Sully. Yeah, why not? He's a he's a goddamn hero. So. He's a goddamn hero. He's forced water landing and he saved them all. Yeah, he could have uh, could have saved the bat chopper. You know, I'm jumping ahead a lot here, but after watching Confess Fletch, I'm like, John Hamm would be a great '60s Batman if oh, they rebooted it. Yeah, like they oh need my to God. do that don't give, now. Don't give HBO that idea. <laughs> don't do it. No, I. I mean, what is? I don't know. Do they? HBO is such a weird place right now. It really Warner is. Warner Brothers and everything. Cause it's like they're get, getting rid of stuff. I mean, hey, they might just get rid of that too, like Batgirl. I, I don't know. I feel like Batman makes too much money for them to get rid of anything that's Batman related. Except for Batgirl. <laughs> Except for Batgirl. Well, yeah, that's a good point, actually. Well, they might be putting less faith into his uh, subordinates ever since uh, also Gotham Knights flopped pretty hard, too. Oh, did that come out? Yeah, it came out and it uh, flopped really hard. <laughs> point taken. Um, yeah. Well... I mean, that's hard, too, because it's like, like, yeah, I'll play for, as Batgirl for, like, a couple levels, you know. I don't really want to play as Robin at all. <laughs> it's <laughs> I like, play as Robin at all. Batwoman, she seems really cool. I don't even know if she's in that game, but it's like, I've almost always prefer to play as Batman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I want to be Batman in the Batman game, please. I'm sorry. I like being Dick Great. I like being Nightwing sometimes. Like, I get, like, usually, like, his, like, hoppity moves are cool. Yeah. When I'm playing as Red Hood, that's just weird. <laughs> oh, right. He's the other one in it. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, he's the other one. <laughs> he's the one with the guns. Yeah, it's lame. Yeah. <laughs> Feels antithetical, which is the point, but it's yeah. like... Well, Rubber I was, bullets. <clears throat> I was kind of looking forward to playing that game at some point, but... No, you can still um, play it. I mean, it probably it's going to drop in price super fast. <laughs> ooh, my favorite. I'm going to get it when it's $6. Yeah, and you can tell me, like, actually, it's pretty good, but also it's really bad. <laughs> Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else about this movie? I, I am obsessed with the restaurant, the second location that him and Selena Kyle go to. Um, where it's just... Oh, yes. yes the the Moroccan-style seating. <laughs> yes, Everybody <laughs> is in nice, like, but nice, like, suits and ties, 60s. There's a single man in a spotlight. He does nothing. He stands there. But there's a woman singing in French. <laughs> And there's this big drape. There's so many drapes in this movie, like fancy drapes everywhere. Yes. Like they're like pleated drapes or whatever. I but just don't just like it just is like, hey, we don't have enough budget. Let's just put this up against the wall. <laughs> it's instantly <laughs> fancy. I just didn't understand what it was. I'm like, what is this place? What, what is any of this mean? Yeah, I love that restaurant. I'm going to go to that restaurant. Yeah, I, I desperately need to go there. And next time I have a full like emotional crisis i ne- i'm gonna hear that woman singing as i stare into the middle distance yeah plus i just love the wayne manor and everything everything's just so wood paneled and like looks old it's the chillest <laughs> wayne manor i would argue of all of yeah. them <laughs> very chill because he's it's he's... pretty bright in there it's more like woodsy uh mm-hmm. in, in, in in color it's uh what's it called he's he's a millionaire not a billionaire yeah he's 
uh, he's got that statue. Is it like Shakespeare statue or something? Yeah, it's Shakespeare. It's Shakespeare. Because <laughs> <laughs> he loves to quote poetry to the babes. Uh, why? Why isn't this a movie again? <laughs> <laughs> There's actually a couple of animated ones on HBO Max that like oh, okay. Adam West and Burt Ward came back. Um, okay, I actually it's cute. watched one of them. The first one's called "They like, Return of the Cape Crusaders," mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> it's pretty funny, especially since. Um, uh, Catwoman uses her catnip on uh, on him, <laughs> yeah. who's uh, voiced by Julie Newmar, who is the original Catwoman on the show. Oh, too. cool! Um, and so he becomes evil Batman, and that just <laughs> that just like what makes him evil is firing Alfred and like being rude to a lady. <laughs> That's like, he's so tame in this; like, he doesn't have yeah. an evil bone in his body. Like he barely can break the law to do this. There is one part because like all the villains are so wacky that it's like they're in outer space and Batman's like on the space station. Space station. Batman's like, I'm gonna like basically he's like I'm gonna kill all of them or something. And then like all then Joker just looks like really disturbed that Batman said that. I'm going to kill what? And then he pulls out some brass knuckles and just beats them all up. It's really like. That's it's unsettling. Not, it's not super brutal, but it's like it's, it's like a, a brass knuckle. <laughs> yeah, like bat knuckles. It's a bit much. But. It's got those points on the two fingers. <laughs> yeah, he does. Oh my god, that's horrible. Yeah, it's scary. <laughs> that's really gonna hurt someone. Yeah. He's that's like, something. I hope it's like they'll be fine other than limping the rest of their lives. <laughs> but it's like Adam West saying it, so it's just like it's that's. Weird. That feels like something that I have, like, in a Scott Snyder Batarang movie, or, like, I have, he has, like, Batarangs, but he can clench them, like, finger holes in them, so he can, like, use them as almost, like, brass knuckles dash, like, daggers kind of thing, too. Yeah. Which, that sounds very Scott Snyder, very metal, too, but I like that. Maybe if yeah, I direct Scott a Batman Snyder movie Snyder to, like, day. permanently disable uh, <laughs> bad guys. Yeah, yeah. Henchmen exactly. and such. I would, I would say, I would say, uh, do you mean Zack Snyder? But I'm like, Scott Snyder's Batman actively does that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least to like, um, he'll know. give he'll give you a history lesson while he talks about how he broke all your bones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Scott Snyder's thing is all about fucking history and that whole stinking arc. I swear, so many paragraphs. I do have a question for you, Connery. Mm. What does a turkey do when he flies upside down? He. <laughs> Oh my god, I used to know. He gobbles up! Yeah! There you go. That that one's really good. That's a good one. I'm like, oh, that one's actually solid. What weighs six ounces sits in a tree and is very dangerous? A penguin with a machine gun. A sparrow with a machine gun, but yes. (laughs) That penguin would make a lot more sense. Yeah, but no, it's a sparrow (laughs) with a machine gun. I forget the other one, but they like figure out that the United Nations people are under attack because of like puns that make no sense whatsoever. It's just like the most like s- lunatic line of thinking I could possibly you could possibly have. I like the scene where everyone has like a coordinated pace, like pacing back and forth that they walk. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Like I can't believe like wa- while watching this, this is probably more fun with a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. But like watching it alone, I was like, yeah, this is like funny in tone. But the more you think about it after the fact, it's like this is like the best movie ever made? Question <laughs> mark. Like what? It's good. <laughs> the giant umbrellas that they fly around on. <laughs> it's it's a comedic achievement. What? <laughs> yeah, the umbrellas are so weird. <laughs> it's like Miyazaki or something. It's weird. Truly, it's, it's like magical <laughs> realism. 
<laughs> Magical realism. It was like Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was, yeah, or like Harry Potter 7 or whatever. Um, <laughs> what are your thoughts on the Batmobile in this? I was gonna, I was gonna ask you what are your thoughts on all of his different modes of transportation. So like I'll happily talk about the bat. I really like this Batmobile. I think it's perfect for California cruising. <laughs> yeah, driving down PCH. <laughs> yeah, or GCH Gotham Coast Highway. Yeah, Gotham Coast Highway. I think it's perfect for like this situation, this Batman. I this like what's it called I mean, area? Look, if if like the Batman's gonna have all of Gotham like dammed up. And that's mm-hmm. the only way the city exists. And why not have a California Gotham? Why not? <laughs> yeah, right. It's beautiful. Like, he can ride up the top down. Everyone's, like, friendly being like, hey, what's going Like That's a little counter-California these days. But maybe in the 60s it was nicer. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I, I like the Batmobile a lot, too. I like its detailing, the red detailing on mm-hmm. it. Um, it might be my second favorite Batmobile. Wow, what's your first? Uh, the, 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 uh, <laughs> the, the Batman one. The hot rod, yeah, yeah, that <laughs> uh, that's really a really cool. good one. But uh, what's it called? I like the bat chopper a lot too. Yeah, because it's like an old school like helicopter. It's like reminds me of Simcopter, like the <laughs> first copter you get in that game. I mean, it's yeah. really just like that's what helicopters looked like when they were first invented. I also love the motorcycle too because it has a sidecar on it, and I like that it detaches, and then Burt Ward just plays like Mario Kart in it. <laughs> yeah. Who I guess Burt Ward, like Robin is supposed to be a child, but he's a, an adult man playing a child, so it's just extra funny. That's so weird. <laughs> Why not just have him be that age? He doesn't look like a child at all. I was yeah, like, yeah, it's Batman and his twenty-five-year-old roommate. It's whatever. <laughs> his Teen Ward. His Teen Ward. Yeah, I like the sidecar. I'm looking at it now. It's amazing. Good stuff. Oh, they. They need to. They need to bring this back. They have to at this point in DC EU and everything. Like nothing's yeah. really connected. They did like a what's it called? <laughs> nothing's. We need another Batman string in the universe to like have in their. Why like, not? We know who <laughs> Batman is. It's fine. We're just building towards Dark Knight's Metal the mute the, the movie <laughs> with all yeah. the different Batmans we're gonna have here. We're just into the Spider Verse, but Batman. Exactly. Yeah, I don't think there's anything stopping that. <laughs> I think we could. Can and should. I like that Joker uses an electric buzzer. I wish Joker had a little bit more to do in this. Me too. I really like that the villains are at each other's throat, but by like the breaking to the UN, they're all really good friends. Yeah, they all come together. <laughs> yeah, they're like, I got I got Batman door. They're like, Oh, good job, Penguin or Riddler, you're so smart. Like, come on, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> They all come together to dehydrate the the United Nations. <laughs> and I like that they, they just keep talking at each other as one by one they get dehydrated. <laughs> yeah. Like nobody notices. And maybe stuff. the talks would go a lot better if they all didn't repeat the same five words over and over again. <laughs> and they're like, you know, it, yeah, I mean, it could be way more offensive, but yeah. still not like, you know, it's very broad. Mm-hmm. I, we just want peace in America. We just want peace in the United Kingdom. And then the American must fling his cigarette around and be like, we want peace! <laughs> Everyone seems to want peace, but they're very animated about it. Yeah, they're very mad about wanting peace. <laughs> A few people are like, no! We can't! 
And then Batman just actually kind of sucks by the end because he <laughs> who knocks over all the chemicals. Oh, Commodore Schmidt laughs. Yeah, Commodore Schmidt laughs. But then Batman just doesn't get it right, and everyone speaks different accents, so they just walk away. <laughs> they literally just, we'll just like leave out the window. Well, time to use our bat ropes out the window because they messed up, so they just leave. <laughs> time to go. I mean, Robin's talking, he's talking about actively changing their personality. <laughs> and Batman says, no, we shouldn't, we can't control free will and everything. And then they just do it on accident. But I can't Batman control is, their does accents. Not, Batman is not a scientist, <laughs> despite having a nuclear uh, reactor and heavy water to, to, to keep the, I, I don't the know isotope rods cool. I don't know how to work any of this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he's just, I think you should leave, where it's like, do you know how to drive? No, I don't. <laughs> I'm but with scared. a nuclear reactor instead, everyone's fine with it. <laughs> I feel like they just give him a lot of stuff in this like iteration of Batman. He's just like, okay, I guess I might need a nuclear reactor at some point. I'll figure <laughs> out how that works. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like he built it from scratch, right? <laughs> he built it, but he doesn't know how it works. <laughs> <laughs> I built it. I don't know how to use it. <laughs> I think he knows how to use it. He just like, you know, he did, there's no OSHA regulations in the Batcave at all. <laughs> was gonna say and then if he I, like he ever... follows the rules to such a t i'm like <laughs> i don't think he'd use it no he doesn't follow it to a t he's just he has all that uh antidote stuff like it, everything's written out really well in case he gets like nuclear radiation he gets radiation poisoning or like, oh, i'll just take my anti-radiation bat pill <laughs> i like that the, all of penguins aquatic life explodes <laughs> yeah Including a porpoise that, like, <laughs> off-screen, it's like, oh, a porpoise saved us from that last missile. It's like, what? We didn't Kaboom. even see it. <laughs> it's a like, good thing that porpoise gave up its life heroically to help save us from getting hit by it. <laughs> a missile. So, so stupid. <laughs> Thank you, Dolphin. Just <laughs> even watching it then, I'm like... This is not good writing or budget. Like they should, no. should have at least shown a shot of a of a dolphin. But it's even funnier that they just don't. It's, it's not even. even uh, no, go 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 for it. No, there's just not even a stock photo or a stock <laughs> image or anything <laughs> of a dolphin. Like this, like SpongeBob would do at least. It's like no, it's they just don't like, even show it. Which is so even got, better in a way. So got like the Getty image watermark on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what they would do now. <laughs> there's um. I was going to say, the thing that irks me most in context, I guess, is, like, when they're lowering onto the boat with the rope and, like, the very first scene of the movie. Or not the very first, I guess, but, you know. it's like Yeah, it's one of the moment. first. The yeah. shark repellent? Yeah, but the shark repellent. It, they don't go on, but it just cuts them in the Batcave abruptly. And then, the, then you later on, like, oh, no, that was a mirage. Yeah, right. And I'm like, that looked very real to me, Batman. <laughs> what are you talking about? It was a hologram. Yeah, it was a hologram by a buoy. I was like, what? <laughs> I would have liked some context before just like being cut to the back cave. Yeah, yeah. That part was like confusing and a little boring. Mm. But then they got on the yacht and like, wow, this is a really nice yacht. I like, <laughs> yeah, it's a really nice yacht. I really like Batman and Catwoman's whole date and Robin and Alfred like having Alfred be like, no, we have to watch them the entire time. Robin's like, but they're going to do the kissing. We have to turn it off. Some things aren't even crime, but even for a crime fighter. <laughs> uh, I'm just skimming through my notes, and I just thought it was really funny when they're at the UN building. 
and Batman's reading the elevator instructions, and he's reading them all in different languages. Like, they're all different languages. He's like, up, 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 up. <laughs> it's just really stupid. Batman knows all the languages. <laughs> I forgot Robin has, like, a Nerf Zooka that he just keeps hitting the submarine with <laughs> as Batman's just spinning donuts in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> this movie's the best movie ever made, I'm pretty sure. It's really good. It's... It's deranged. I I just I still hold that it's it's funny and weird, but just like very off. Or it's just like <laughs> it, it'd be a thing where like Batman is trapped in an alternate reality. Batman's trapped in some kind of like dream machine that Scarecrow made, and this is like his nightmare <laughs> dash dream. <laughs> it's when he has like a severe flu or something. He's dreaming all this. <laughs> That's like what Grant Morrison said about all like the fifties and sixties era of Batman. He's like, those are all like self-induced like dreams to prepare me for any situation. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> so, like that's so fucking weird and cool. <laughs> Yeah, this feels very uh, Grant Morrison. Yeah. Um, <sighs> Batman says that the submarine's filled with human jetsam. It's like, geez, <laughs> they're just really mean about people sometimes. Like how much Robin hates drinkers. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, Robin. Al- Alcoholic-induced hallucination. <laughs> they still are human, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> Why would anyone ever touch this stuff? <laughs> I hate that. Um. Oh, here's another rundown. Do you think this Batman has any advantage over any of the other Batmans that we've seen in in cinema so far? <sighs> Do you think he could win a Batman fight amongst all the other ones? A fight? No, I, I don't think so. I mean, I imagine Robert Patterson flipping him and punching him again and again and again, and it being really upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> like, stop it! You're killing him. He's already. <laughs> He's not even, he's just wearing spandex, basically. (laughs) You're wearing full military garb. You're killing him. (laughs) While MCR just blares. (laughs) I guess all the time. (laughs) (laughs) I would like to see a team up with Adam West Batman and Christian Bale Batman. That'd be probably a happy marriage, I feel like. Especially since, oh, what? I would say they both have like the Playboy aesthetic down. Yeah, and play- <laughs> yeah, they would have a good time hanging out mm. as Bruce Wayne's. But then also, I feel like Adam West would constantly be like, like doing the whole like poking uh, Christian Bale on the shoulder behind him, and then Batman- <laughs> he'd have to turn his whole body. He's like, right. what? He's like, he oh. can't move his neck, Robin. <laughs> and I think that's the key. Maybe while Adam West has the advantage, he has a Robin while the others don't. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not sure how Burt Ward is going to be very helpful in the situation, but. <laughs> He has a bunch of cool vehicles, too. Yeah, he does. He has, he has he quite the probably, arsenal. He could win, like, a wacky races, like, tournament, I think, because... You think so? Do you think that Batmobile's got enough, like, horsepower? I don't think it has the horsepower to outrace... It, I think it'd beat the Tumbler in a race. Does it have a Hemi? <laughs> I don't think it'd beat the Hot Rod. I, that thing is just speed and anger. Well, yeah, speed and anger, but, like, how long can it last? Like, Batmobile... I guess, I guess so. the Batmobile's a cruiser, so, like... I don't know. I guess he'd been in most <laughs> chill vibes department, yeah, which well, is we'll not this. something in, traditionally in, in a, Batman. In a marathon, I feel like this Batman would win. In Yeah, a, right, right. In, like, a sprint, yeah, he's, he, I don't know, he's, he's toast. But if, um, again, Wacky Races rules, I mean, they... A lot of them don't even have aquatic vehicles. He does. Right. Yes, and as we all know, the... The entire living world is dictated by wacky races rules. 
I can't wait for this year's wacky race and the winner gets to decide a new rule that the world has to follow. <laughs> I can't wait to be hired to make the wacky races movie. <laughs> and the, and the, the addendum is you can't unwrite a current rule, so you have to get really creative. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They can't ever you can't ever go back on them. Um, <laughs> see, my, my th- I'm gonna make a Street Sharks movie. Good. So that I can get hired to make the Wacky Races movie. This is my <laughs> entry into franchise dumb. I like this. This is your ascension. It's beautiful. It it's all going to happen. <laughs> yes. If you say anything to the mirror enough, you'll think it's something happened. <laughs> Just like the guy from Taxi Driver. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you want to be like him? <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to be like the Joker. Oh, good point. You have to get in the fridge for that one. <laughs> No, that's Indiana Jones. All oh, right, right. It's really hard to be Joaquin Phoenix Joker. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, my, my my brain is so like messed up this week. I guess probably from having COVID earlier in the week. Yeah, but now I'm just thinking of. Uh, <laughs> I'm watching the Pentaveret right now, the like Mike Myers show. Okay. That like, have you heard of it? No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's on <laughs> Netflix. It's about like a secret society, and he plays like eight characters. Oh. And it's like kind of humorous sometimes. It's not. It's not bad. It's just like I'm just. I I do like that uh, Maria Menounos is in it. <laughs> That's very good. Mm-hmm. She introduces everything. Um. But uh, what was my point even? Oh, there's a scene where there's <laughs> like the ogre of this town in Croatia. Like there's a a ceremony going on. Yeah. And they're going after Mike Myers' character, like all the bad guys. But then mm-hmm. they get like blindsided by the ogre of, oh, I forget what the town is. And it's just Shrek. <laughs> it's just a guy in a Shrek suit. And it's Mike Myers voicing the guy in the Shrek suit while also vo- being the guy in the scene. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I can't tell if, like, I really don't like this or if it's, like, also very, very good. <laughs> I like this a lot. Like, I think it's also, like, the fact that he's in on the joke now, like. It's yeah. kind of amazing, and I love it, even mm. though I should be annoyed by it. I'm like, yeah, sure. Like, this is good. Mm-hmm. Also, make another Shrek movie, please. <laughs> uh, have we... S- it just felt very Batman 66 is all. That's good. I, I was going to say, via Shrek movies, did the last one not conclude the whole, like, Shrek saga? Well, it is called Shrek Forever After. However, there was a movie after Batman Forever, so... That's a good point. It could yeah. be Shrek happily... Uh, Ever after, or it's called Shrek and Shrek and Puss or something. Yeah, Shrek and Puss. Shrek Perfect. and Donkey. <laughs> Shrek and Donkey. And then Revengeance. Shrek, says, Shrek says, "Put it on my Shrek credit card," and it says Shrek forever on it. Expires, <laughs> expires forever or whatever. <laughs> like so, this, so, you give me this, and my immediate reaction is, "This is always expired." <laughs> what does it say on in Batman and Robin? It says like. Oh, expires like, forever. <laughs> what does it say? Good for, good yeah, through good, forever, I guess. Yeah, good through forever. <laughs> but... Shrek says expired forever. <laughs> it's like, Shrek, you can't use this. You never could use this. <laughs> Someone gave this to you as a joke. Farquaad. <laughs> they said that to me at a dinner. I also <sighs> forgot to mention about the Sub-Zero movie is that it was going to come out the same year as Batman and Robin, but uh, they pushed it a year because of the really bad reviews for Batman and Robin, <laughs> which are completely false and unfounded, but, you know. Well. <laughs> we live in a world of alternative facts. <laughs> and you're a proponent of one of them. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're good men do nothing. <laughs> good men do nothing. 
I will change the subconscious of the world starting now. <laughs> In the bit worst bit. Way. Batman and Robin, good movie. <laughs> you just inception the world. <laughs> like Alyssa Wise always says, the Phantom Menace is good. Direct quote. <laughs> it is, and I, and I agree with the her. The Phantom is, is Look, good. If you don't like it, it's fine. I'm just. Look, I like it's, both of them. it's good. It's, it's okay. It's silly. Clone Wars is bad. I mean, you're wrong, but. <laughs> I'm not wrong. Clone Wars is bad. You're talking about Attack of the Clones? Yeah. You don't even like it when he's a detective? Okay, who would be a better detective? Batman 66 or Obi Wan Kenobi? Batman 66, he literally has the ability to construct real clues out of nonsense. <laughs> Imagine if he had a real clue, like he'd be on it. <laughs> but do you think his logic only works on nonsense? Like, do you think if he actually gave a real clue, he'd be like really confused? He'd be like stumped. Where it's like, <laughs> here's the bloody dagger with Mr. So-and-so's fingerprints on it. Who do you think did it? I think he would really appreciate the thumb drive quote in the Batman. Oh, yeah. Thumb drive. Or scene, rather. Yeah, um, like, he <laughs> could definitely blow uh, Robert Pattinson ba- Batman out of the water with uh, detectiving. With, yeah, with uh, and riddling too. Oh yeah, it, he he would have figured out the whole plan before it even. He'd tear up the carpet as soon as he was in the room and just be like, <laughs> "Look, <laughs> how'd you know that was there? Well, a series of syllables told me." <laughs> Man, I really, really need to see like the multiverse Batman now. I really want. Like, I know he shouldn't. It's like the trashiest thing to do yeah. with any franchise. I mean. Into the Spider-Verse is really good, but I'm just saying if every single thing does that now, it's just, like, way too much. Into the Batman-Verse. We'd have, Bi- really we'd have really Batmite vo- voiced by Tom Holland. <laughs> we'd have Sorry. Christian Bale. We'd have some someone would voice old man Batman Frank, from the Frank Miller-Verse. Um, oh, God. Adam the West. Frank Miller Batman would be... Uh, <clears throat> pretty good friends with the Adam West Batman because they're both th- pretty deranged. <laughs> yeah, I, they'd be friends for like weird reasons. Like, he's like, yeah. I think you're going a little far. He's like, am I? Like, look around. The U.S. is totally fucked. We need what? more fascism. <laughs> yeah, one would be like the laid back playboy with an ascot hanging out in his mansion, his wood panel mansion. And the other one's eating bats. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I also forgot that the president is talking to Batman at a certain point. Everyone's yes. watching the president talk to Batman on the phone. Yes. And the president's like, to be like, I don't have to tell you who that is. <laughs> who is that? I guess. It's like, I don't know. It's not quite Kennedy. It's like Kennedy adjacent. Yeah, it's like Truman. Like, who is this? It's not Truman. It's like it's LBJ. Not, yeah, he has like LBJ energy a little bit, but it's mm-hmm. not quite LBJ either. It's weird. He has like villain seating as well because he's like, his back is to the camera. I'm like, oh, this is Lex Luthor. This is the teaser for Batman three, Batman two. Okay, in terms of like a science fair, do you think that like Adam West Batman could outscience everybody? Uh maybe not the maybe not Ben Affleck's Batman. I feel like he's a little smarter than him, but I feel like actively. You know, what? no, I take it back. No, I think he could. I think he actively makes his own inventions. The Adam West I'm, Batman. What does Ben Affleck Batman invent? He makes a spear, but like a very rudimentary weapon. Yeah, but like he's also seen like tinkering with like the big bat plane thing, and like, oh, so, like you're he must right. have some mechanical knowledge. Yeah, he has that massive tank and everything. You're right. Yeah, and then uh, I don't know, Alf, Al, not Alfred. What's his name? Um, Robert Pattinson Batman. He knows how to tinker with cars, at least, but. I think it seems like he orders a lot of his stuff online. Then Batman, Christian Bills, who just buys everything. <laughs> or like asks yeah. Lucius how to do it. 
All I'm saying is this this one has a nuclear reactor, unless we forget. <laughs> he has true. active isotopes in his bat cave <laughs> that may or may not be shielded. <laughs> he doesn't Who know knows? how it works. All I know is that he has heavy water to cool it. Who knows if it's shielded? I'm, I'm providing free power to all of Gotham. All it's costing them is cancer. <laughs> all it's costing them is their lives. <laughs> but think of it, Robin. Free electricity for everyone. What is the um, uh, Michael Keaton Batman have over everyone else? Uh, that's a good Just point. Weirdo energy. He has no, the I'll most weirdo whimsy. energy of anyone, I think. But no, Adam West hasn't beat him with. Yeah, he's a weirdo. Because Robert Pattinson's like a weirdo too, but he's more just like awkward. Yeah. He's the most awkward Batman where he's just like uncomfortable and like yeah. wearing the suit gives him power. But like, I don't know. Michael Keaton loves to be Batman, I think, in the first one. And the second one, he's like, I'm kind of tired of being in this movie. <laughs> and he's like barely <laughs> Batman anymore. Yeah. <laughs> he just kind of hangs out in a sweater in the Batcave. He's like, yeah, I don't know. Other people do stuff. Yeah. I'm just here, you know, chilling. I'm a weirdo, but he 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 is weirdo. Like, where They'd shake hands and Christian be like, you're weird, aren't you? And he'd be like, what do you mean by weird? <laughs> you want to get nuts? <laughs> Let's get nuts. <laughs> oh, we have to talk about how much Adam West is <clears throat> Bruce Wayne in this part of this movie. <laughs> He's really having fun just being Bruce Wayne. And he fights them so much just as himself. <laughs> he literally, once the fight scene happens and the camera goes tilted, so you know it's a fight scene. Yeah. <clears throat> Complete Thor-like Dutch angle. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's as Bruce Wayne, he breaks out and is just punching all the villains for quite some time. Yeah. It's truly no difference between being Bruce Wayne and Batman in this movie. Like, It's like usually Bruce Wayne's concern is like, all right, I have to make things look like lucky or like I have to make it look like I'm like, <laughs> just barely making it by. But he's just like, no, I'm just going to go full hog as <laughs> usual. <laughs> full fisticuffs. No one has any idea that he's Batman. <laughs> I don't think there's any like straight fighting style. He's just like recklessly like throwing his punches with the yeah. bandit. <laughs> and all the villains, like, I'd be so embarrassed. I'm like, man, I just thought Batman was a good fighter, but like some dude just kicked our asses. <laughs> some random guy. Yeah, Bruce Away just crap out of him. Just burst into the door and started punching all of us. He headbutted me in the gut. <laughs> I was gonna say he wails on people, but he really just flails around and like <laughs> Yeah, he's just... Robert Pattinson wails on people. This guy just like is flopping his arm around. You happen to be there, <laughs> and then has the most coordinated dive in <laughs> cinema history. He's a graceful lunatic. Yeah, <laughs> an idiot savant. He really he's <laughs> controlled chaos. He's like Joker's <laughs> ultimate villain. Truly, it's like how are you doing all of this? Like he's more chaotic than Joker, but can like has control over it too. <laughs> he has morals. <laughs> Uh, God, this has been so much fun. Yeah. Holy Captain Nemo, Batman. <laughs> Holy Halloween, Batman. <laughs> There's penguin feet on the submarine. <laughs> Very good. I uh, like when they feel like they confirm <laughs> that Penguin's disguise is indeed not actually the penguin. Or <laughs> Adam West is like, oh, you can't be somebody else. I guess you're not the penguin. <laughs> yeah, they're, you're really, right. <laughs> they're really convinced that Commodore Schmidlap is the penguin, right? Yeah. <laughs> Because also Schmidlap keeps being like, Meh, but like he's not him. Yeah. No, no, that that is the penguin. That is him. Okay. But right, then but. they clear him and be like, oh, you, you can't be the penguin. No, but it's still the penguin in disguise. He's just like, okay. <laughs> 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 it's 
this 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 very silly movie is smarter than me. I love a silly movie that's like under the guise of being really stupid, but it like is actually kind of plotted out well. Yeah, it has like a weird sort of intelligence to it. As long as there's logic behind all of the like chaos, yeah. Mm -hmm. And they present. And you say it's organized chaos. It very much is. They give you the most deranged thing, then they give you like answers, and you're like. I guess that makes sense in, like, the weirdest way imaginable. <laughs> when they, like, fall out of the sky and they land in the big foam rubber display. <laughs> yes. Foam rubber in its crude form. Uh, do you have any other final thoughts on this movie? Uh, final thoughts. It's always fun after a few years to revisit this and think about how Batman used to be because sometimes I am like, <laughs> oh, he lost some of his, like, whimsy or joy along the way and this adam west batman he's he has so much joy in his heart and a love <laughs> for gotham and a love for the rules of law and order <laughs> yeah <clears throat> but it's still not like fascistic it's like he's like support your police and like boo but yeah then it's, it's also like he's just kind of a, a standard guy you yeah know? he has he has like the joy of a child who fully doesn't <laughs> un really understand how the government works or how like bad people work <laughs> yeah. and and the people he's fighting against are also like him and they don't really know what it means to be like a villain they're just like oh we're bad guy <laughs> <laughs> there's not real risk in, in anything involved even though like the weapons they're dealing with are very destructive they're like, <laughs> yeah. like no like the way everybody fights and everything, you know, there's no real violence. Everyone just mm. gets back up again. It's like I, I like reading the Tom King's comics a lot because they always touch on like like he likes referencing the old Batman's and like the animated series or like this. And when they were like, remember when everything was easy? It was just like fun and games. I'd chase you across a typewriter and I'd laugh the entire time. Then you'd catch me and throw me in jail. Yeah, it's so like all the supervillains flirting with Batman. Exactly, just just like just like totally like flirting with him, being like, we were just having fun. It was cute. Oh my god, I was not going to release gas on the city. Can I you just wanted your attention. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> you were supposed to chase me and catch me and give me a little slap across the face, and then we go home and do it again next week. <laughs> yeah, next see you next Tuesday, Bruce. It's like that popular theory. This is the popular theory of Alfred hiring people to like keep him busy. <laughs> <laughs> to keep Batman occupied. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's working because he doesn't really have any big broodiness or anything from like his parents dying and No, he's you know, content. Yeah, he's he's very happy in his career, it seems. <laughs> in his career. <laughs> what about you, Tyler? Final thoughts? Um, just all of that. I think this movie is really underrated in the Batman canon, and I would mm -hmm. love to see uh, John Hamm play this Batman in modern times. I think he's the best choice for that. And It'd be pretty fantastic. Uh, that or have a weird scene in a Ben Affleck Batman movie where he has to deal with like this universe and just be <laughs> like, you know, just loosen up a little bit, Bruce. <laughs> or yeah. little, loosen up a little bit, Batman. Crossfit there, Batman. Crossfit. There's one thing that always puts me off about the Adam West Batman is that the insignia is so low on his chest. It's, <laughs> it's like, like it's, on his stomach. It's yeah, like it's like it's under. Yeah, it's underneath his like pecs, but it's just like right in that midpoint where yeah. I'm just like, why is it there? Like it looks <laughs> so awkward. <laughs> I don't know. I like the suit. We didn't talk about the suit very much. Oh no, it's it's one of my uh I used to have a fantasy in my head of being like as I get more in shape, I'll level up in different Batman suits for Halloween. 
yeah. something I still might actually do. But right now, I'm like, I could wear this level of Batman costume. Adam West, level one. <laughs> there you go. And also, like, <clears throat> talk about Ben Affleck. Like, his suit is kind of the most like this. Like, where it's like, it feels kind of like cloth. Like, mm-hmm. I know it's, I know it's like Dark Knight Returns and everything. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> ben Affleck's suit, but... It really feels like the most like stretchy cloth, where a lot of the '90s Batman suits were like more armor-ish. Yeah, I always just, feel just like the slow addition of nipples to it. <laughs> um, I always feel like the uh, Dark Knight Returns Batman costume is very much a, a Frank Miller drawing of a thick giant man squeezing into this outfit. Yeah, right. <laughs> yes, uh, especially the BV, the Batman v Superman suit. Yes, like the most like this, even though it's you know a lot more serious looking. Yeah, gray and black, restless blues, no big purples. Ch- big chunky bat on it. Um, I love it when Batman has purple in his outfit. They rarely do that. I feel like Greg Capullo yeah. is the only artist that put puts purple in his outfit sometimes. Yeah. Um. When I whenever when I was playing uh, Arkham Knight, you mm-hmm. can get all the different suits um, from the movies, and you, and you rocked this one. <laughs> Yeah, I usually played as the '66 one, even though I hadn't seen the movie, just because I'm like, I like this a lot. I'm just this guy like flying around in like some stretchy shirt, yeah, it's, fighting it's all the, funny. fighting all the thugs and stuff. But I remember and my then, go-to was either Batman Incorporated or Christian Bale's bat suit because I liked. I usually go by the silhouette they make when they dive off the building and like oh, the cape. Yeah. yeah, I'm yeah. like that. That makes it for me because I was so disappointed in um, the Frank Miller cape, where it's just like. A blob, and I'm like, oh, oh that right. sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that, that uh, I remember you telling me the silhouette stuff because mm-hmm. I I tried that too. I'm like, yeah, I didn't like that one. I think the '66 silhouette's not super great, but uh, mm-hmm. I actually like the Ben Affleck bat suit. Um, yeah, that you could play as a lot too because it has kind of like a classic silhouette with the uh, with the cape. As yeah, well. it's a, that's like, that one actually was a good one too. Yeah, which kind of makes me understand more why I like it because it does feel like this like just more stripped down Batman like. Mm-hmm. It's not all armored and everything, so yeah. But uh, where would you rank this movie in the Batman movies? Man, we've covered a bunch now, haven't we? Yeah. Well, we've done I... all of them except for the Dark Knights trilogy. I guess so. Yeah. Huh. What do you know? We really have, haven't we? Yeah. Oh, I mean, man. not counting all the HBO or not HBO, but all the animated DC films, which right. I don't think you they're can really rank in the same way, but mm. still enjoy. But uh, let let's see then. I'll, you can go after me then, because I think okay. the Batman of what we of, of what we talked about on the show it goes the Batman, um, Batman Returns, and then the bat the wait, I'm sorry Batman Tim Burton again. Then we'll go to Batman Forever with uh, what, what's it called a Val Kilmer Batman. Yeah, that's then, a pretty good suit too. Yeah, and then Batman sixty six. And then uh, the I think let's go Batman and Robin and uh, the is there one more I'm missing? No, that's all of them. I yeah, mean, wh- Batman what about where would you put Dark Knight in there? Like uh, number Dark, two, Dark Knight would would probably actually it go, would go the Batman, Batman Begins, Dark Knight, and I think Rises is just before um, what what was it? Um, Batman sixty six. Gotcha. What about you? Which, by the way. Both movies feature Batman throwing a bomb into the ocean. Yes, <laughs> that's Christopher Nolan's homage. I mean, you don't you think maybe though? I hundred percent think that's what it was. It's literally him disposing a bomb. Like it hundred it hundred percent is. Yeah, but what about you, Tyler? What's yours? 
Um, hmm. Yeah, the Batman. That's tough. Let's see, the Batman, Batman and Robin. <laughs> um, Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Uh, Batman. Oh, dang, it's tough. I don't know if I like. Yeah, I guess Batman is number three. Like the 89 Batman, 66 Batman, Batman Returns, and Batman Forever. Oh, nice. Yeah, because um, Batman Returns is a little too weird at points. I think it's a really good movie. Mm hmm. But it's just a. I don't always want to see the penguin be disgusting, you know. <laughs> and then Batman Forever is like. There's stuff I appreciate it more ever since we watched it again for the for mm-hmm. the podcast. Especially just how, <laughs> Jace Meridian is just the horniest character in all of cinema. It's so good. <laughs> it's really good. Um, but I always thought. Jim Carrey and Two Face were just like too much energy for me. <laughs> I'm a big Jim Carrey fan, so yeah. I, I I always really enjoyed that. <laughs> They're both like very big like theater kid energy too. It's <laughs> just like the most yes. performance. And I mean, same <laughs> thing with Batman and Robin. But like, I just have a soft spot for Arnold, even though like that movie is completely stupid. That's why I love it too. Where um, do the uh, Christopher Nolan ones fit in for you? Um, that's tough. That's really tough. I got. I don't know. Yeah, Dark Knight is just like a really good movie, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe Dark Knight's like number three. Yeah. <laughs> After Batman and Robin. <laughs> Batman and Robin just beats it, huh? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> and then Batman Begins, and then I don't know. Dark Knight Rises is somewhere like I would say it's after '66. It's after, mm. but bef- oh, man, I don't know. That's tough. I, it might be at the bottom, honestly. Rises. When we do our Dark Knight thing, we'll do a whole like write down thing where we can present our reasons why and why not with yeah. probably Jacob Padilla or something. <laughs> yeah, when we're oh yeah, when we're at the very end, we'll we'll have this more set in stone. But I would say mm-hmm. sixty six definitely in the middle of the pack, like, but like just completely his own zany energy. Totally. Um. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely is not like the perfect like like portrayal of Batman, but it's a portrayal of Batman that is also spot on in some ways. Hey, for the time, it's right on the money. Batman didn't <laughs> get his dark revamp until the 70s. Yeah, that's what's so like <clears throat> great about Batman is that you can constantly have um, different versions of it. It's kind of like James Bond, where it's like a different character is Batman. You can you can just have a different tone, different energy. You know, Roger Moore is a little bit even campier. It's like the campiest ones. It's the Roger Moore ones, I feel like. Yeah. And then Pierce Brosnan. Well... Uh, let's see. You know, Sean Connery's pretty serious, but there's also camp, obviously. Uh, and then there's Roger Moore, which is super campy. <laughs> and then there's uh, Timothy Dalton, who's like probably like the most serious Bond, mm. even though there's like some quips and stuff here and there. Over Daniel Craig. Um, well, that's the thing. It's just like, yeah, because Daniel Craig slowly lightens up, but it's like, I don't know, Timothy Dalton. I forget what is it, the Living Daylights. He's kind of like on a death wish. I need to see those <laughs> movies again because he's only in what two of them. Mm. And I'm totally forgetting, uh, I'm totally spacing on, uh, what's his face, the the Welsh guy who's in one of them. Wait till uh, Franchise. <coughs> Bond fans uh, are so mad right now, huh? <laughs> Maybe Franchise will cover the Bonds one day. Oh, yeah, we will. <laughs> 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 it's inevitable. I just, uh, we'll have to figure out which one. You know, I was having this issue, too, with the Godzilla movies, because there's a mm. lot of the new, like, the, the ones from the early 2000s that are on uh, Hulu right now. Oh, yeah? And I'm like, man, where do we start with these? Because there's, like, <laughs> 50 of them. Oh, but yeah. we gotta start somewhere and we gotta start soon because there's so many of them and I love Godzilla. Mm-hmm. 
True. So we got to figure that out at some point. It's the same thing with James Bond. It's like, which one I, do we start with? I saw on my Twitter that I almost tagged you in a bunch of times. I was like, I don't think you'd find this that interesting. But people are doing like this redesigns of Gigan. And oh, yeah. yeah, one of my favorites. And they were have like yeah. making his uh, claws like become like detachable like chain whips. And I was oh, like, oh yeah, that I was like, sense. that's fucking rad. <laughs> yeah, that that makes a lot of sense for Gigan, who's kind of largely just like a big, looks like a big chicken, chicken. with like laser eyes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's a big. I mean, chicken he does have the buzzsaw chest, which is pretty cool. Yes! <laughs> but the 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 claw chain thing would be great. Yeah, mm, it'd be awesome. Give him some range. Be full Dynasty Warriors. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> cool, some well, cool Devil May Cry combos. <laughs> <laughs> Those are our thoughts on Batman 1966 and Gigan's chain arms. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let us know what you thought about Batman 1966 mm-hmm. and what you thought of this episode by giving us a five star rating on Apple Podcasts because <gasps> we know you loved it. Yeah, you had to have it. Um, Connery, do you have anything to plug before we go? Uh, if you enjoy the sound of my voice, you also enjoy tabletop role-playing games. You probably enjoy Starship Impala. It's an actual play role-playing game podcast where me and four other friends play the Starfinder game. I'm just looking at myself on the Zoom call, and I'm getting darker and darker as the sun goes down. <laughs> yeah. You're becoming, away. you're becoming a dark knight. I was born in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> I what woke up you? in the dark because I wake <laughs> up so early. <laughs> the sun is barely even touching the sky by the time I wake up and it's blinding. Time to go to bed now. <laughs> time, time to go to sleep. I've the slept more this week than I have in like I've slept several like ten hour day ten hour nights this week. Good. You probably needed I was, it. I was very sick. <laughs> you probably needed it. <laughs> Tyler, what but, do you have to plug? Uh, uh don't get sick. Um <clears throat> follow me on Instagram at Tammy Vice and I guess Twitter too, even though who knows maybe Twitter won't exist by three days from now in this Can episode you comes believe out. it? <laughs> It might actively be dead. Like, I'm oh my god! To, where do we do now? Do we got a Tumblr? Do we promote it on Tumblr? Do we? I don't know. Everyone's talking about Mastodon, but I don't even know what that is. I'm just no, waiting for everyone else I'm to figure so that shitty out. Shitty things like, about Mastodon. Yeah, I don't know what that is, but um, I like the band. Yeah, I like the creature. <laughs> the um, creature's great. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So I guess follow me on Tammy Vice uh, on Twitter too, but or Instagram. Yeah, I'm not checkmark verified. Sorry. So <laughs> I'm definitely not. Um, the first president, George Washington, who is verified and has come back from the dead because I can just <laughs> trust everything on Twitter. Um, oh my God. Can you? I'm I just like, could you? Can you imagine the humiliation that this man would go through if Twitter bombs and he spent $44 billion on and he just kills it? Like, he has can, no, it doesn't, yeah. We, <laughs> I don't really want to talk about him right now. Yeah. Uh, I hate George Washington. No, we're talking about someone else. Um, yeah, he doesn't deserve my my thought. You know, what's really funny is that I had him muted on Twitter for like the past three years. So now yeah. I kind of figure I find everything out by like secondhand Proxy. information of everyone else <laughs> tweeting. I was like, this is really nice because he's one of the few people I have muted on Twitter. And it's yeah. like he now owns it. And it's just <laughs> it's like, yeah, this this is fine. Whatever. I don't This was fun for a while. But everyone's also talking about how it's like curing their their uh addiction <laughs> issues with twitter i'm like yeah i mean if twitter goes away which yeah. lily's hearing me talk about this through a door she's like you'll never be off twitter <laughs> you'll never be free <laughs> it would be a good thing for me to not be on there anymore i agree twitter um, was a source of so much stress for me for a long time the fact i'm like if that thing died i'd be like huh i feel a little lighter now <laughs> plus everyone's like can be very negative or also yes. very um panicky about anything happening in the world everyone's just like we're doomed and, and that's why like, it stresses me out yeah. it's, it's like geez man come on if i just and unplugged from the matrix you know 
I wouldn't have to think about this. So it'd be beautiful. And Facebook's just ads. Like I don't know. It's all, it's all weird now. <laughs> yeah, nothing feels organic anymore. No, except for Batman 1966. <laughs> That's the most real it could be. Could you imagine? Yeah. Um. <laughs> so yeah, follow me at those places. Uh, follow us at Franchise Pod on all social medias. Hey, we should get into TikTok more. I bet we should oh, do yeah. that. I should do that since I have the TikTok account, but. Well, you know, I, I can help. I can try to. I'm just I'm just not very good at those. Do in-depth uh, videos about Batman. <laughs> in-depth videos. With like a fake background, green screen background. That's a good idea. I just, I just, why don't I just drape curtains everywhere? Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> in this essay, I will, <laughs> I will talk about the curtains. curtains in Batman 66. Um, like, share, subscribe, help, and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts to help us grow the show. Thank you to Nick Kaverka for our music and to Grayson Hansen for our artwork. Until next time, we wish to express our gratitude to the enemies of crime and crusaders against crime throughout the world for their inspirational example. <laughs> to them and to lovers of adventure, lovers of a pure escapism, lovers of an unadulterated entertainment, lovers of the ridiculous and the bizarre, to fun lovers everywhere, this picture is respectfully dedicated. If we have overlooked any sizable groups of lovers, we apologize. The <laughs> franchise. <laughs> Two people making out below. Uh, bye bye. Bye.